everybody, welcome back to Keeping Tabs. In case you were doing literally anything else, you may have missed the fact that we haven't made an episode in like six months. The truth is, my original co-host, Nicolette, God rest her soul, is stepping down from the podcast due to the fact that she has taken a vow of silence. Here's a statement from her. and I live in Portland and it's hard to find a time to record. And here's a statement from my new co-host, Max. Hey, what's up guys? My name's Max. I live here in Portland. I don't live in Albuquerque. Why? Because it's too hot for me there. And I want to live here where I could have some nice cool weather and make a really cool podcast with my bud. Um, we're not friends. No, no. I tried to make a podcast with my bud. He was really busy, so here I am. Yeah, actually, it's partly me and Max's pure hatred and disdain for one another that I think is going to make this podcast so great. You're going to be able to see, you know, both sides of the spectrum. You know, you'll, you'll get the really stupid side from Jillian, and then you'll get some good <laughs> stuff from me. Yeah, and you'll just get the really, like, white male side from Max (laughs) (laughs) in the uh, worldly, funny, friendly, well, maybe not friendly. You'll get the other side from me, the cool side. Well, and and I was expecting to to come out as a straight, cis, white, able-bodied male, but that was stolen from me, so thanks for outing me, Jillian. (laughs) Uh, It's okay, I can edit that out but I won't. Okay, so before we get into some intro questions so that I can introduce you to my associate, I wanted to say a little bit about the direction that we want to take keeping tabs. So before, we did episodes on topics such as furries and incels, which had a lot to do with the history of the internet. And... Max and I have decided that we'd like to take this in a more timely direction and focus more on breaking news stories with throwbacks to some of our favorite old internet staples like Vine videos and Onion articles. And yeah, Max, do you have anything to add? Um, You know what? I'm just excited to be here. I'm excited to talk about my various internetual experiences. Um, with the world and yes, keeping up with the time with the times um, and, and the tabs and the, the times and the tabs with internet. God damn it! I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to be able to put my useless, time wasting, idiotic knowledge into something positive. But I doubt that this this is going to be anything positive. So I'm just happy to be here. He's just our red-faced, blue-eyed, bushy-tailed 
little boy. And now she's outing me as a ginger, and so now everybody knows I'm a ginger. And little. Just kidding. That's not funny. Max is actually huge. I've been outing you a lot. Why don't I get into some questions so that you can misrepresent yourself uh, however you choose? Does that sound good? Yeah, sounds great. Let's go. All right. Uh, Number one, what was the first thing you got into on the internet? Go. So I'm 30 years old. (gasps) So I know. That's scary. Coronavirus is coming for the elderly. Trust me, y'all. I ain't proud of it. Anyways, so the first things I probably got into on the internet was E-Bombs World. Hell yeah. For the people that don't uh, know what this is, this was pre-YouTube. And it was just a site with weird, funny cartoon videos that, and like now thinking about it, were problematic. Like there was hamster in the microwave, a frog in the blender, and you got to click and kill these little animals. So, (laughs) and then there was like the history of the world thing. I don't know if anybody remembers that. The only thing I can remember is like, the USA was going to like drop a bomb on, on everybody and France was like, we have to fight. And the the French lady was like, oh, but I'm tired. And he's like, okay, then take a nap. That is all we had to work with back then. We did not have what we have today where like, you know, genius comedy is just a click away. Back then we just had killing digital hamsters. Do you remember Homestar Runner? Homestar Runner? No. Oh, you don't remember Homestar Runner? It had like... Teen Girl Squad and Strong Bad. You don't remember Strong Bad? No. If you if I saw the content, like maybe that would strike something, but this is not. Wow. Yeah. I was also raised uh very strictly Christian, so a lot of the stuff uh was hard for me to get a hold of. Okay, well, coming up in an episode near you, I will show Max Strong Bad for the first time. I will show a 30-year-old, ancient, old man, strong bad for the first time. He really should have seen it before. And not that you asked, but the first thing I got into on the internet was 4chan. Really? Yeah. I mean... The, and see, and people, this is... Not only is this news to me, but it, it, it's it's not shocking that, you know, she turned out like this. I know. Being raised by 4chan. It's not something that I'm proud of, nor is it really something that I'm upset about. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just funny, though, that, like, I. There was such a brief interval of time between me getting onto the internet from the first time and just being in, like, AIM chat rooms to all of a sudden posting on B and like seeing boobs and Mm. seeing gore. Mm. I know it all happened so quickly and I got into so much trouble. Your parents like found out that you were doing that. Yeah. I was in like some other chat rooms too. There's this one that I've talked about on keeping tabs before, but it was called like I sketch and it was supposed to be like a Pictionary game, but people would just draw dicks in there and then (laughs) You could private message people, and so that was, like, where I learned a lot of sex words for the first time, because people would be like, do you want a cyber? And I didn't know that that meant cyber sex. And, and, and hold up, hold up. How old were you? 
I was like 11. Christ on the cross. I was like a straight up catfish because I wasn't telling people that because then they wouldn't give me this information that I wanted about the way people talked during sex. And so, yeah, that was wrong of me. And I think I was awesome. I was a badass. This this is just a telltale story of grown men getting victimized by 11-year-old girls. I know. I mean, 11-year-old girls are powerful. I definitely peaked. Anyway, that's anyway, really sad. Yeah. But next question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, this kind of segues into my next question. The most trouble you've ever gotten into on the internet. Oh, shit. Okay, I couldn't find anywhere in my town that I grew up in that sold Dickies pants, and I really wanted Dickies pants, and I was in seventh grade, so I was like 12 years old, and so... (laughs) I feel like I can see where this is going. Yeah, so I went on the internet, and I searched Dickies, and literally the next thing that came up was blowqueen.com, and still shots of huge amounts of ejaculate you know going into a a woman's mouth from a penis and like i had i'm pretty i had masturbated before you know before seeing that and like how old were you i was like 12 no you never masturbated before this i i 100 percent tell the truth you don't even know how early i fucking jerked (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't tell me I didn't jerk off at 11. You don't fucking know me. I knew that would make you mad. Anyways. Uh, so first I was confused because when I did jerk off, I had... God, my mom's going to probably listen to this. When I did jerk off, I had like a couple drip drops of semen and like some stale air come out. And these pictures were huge, huge loads so I was like, yo, is something wrong with me? But then I was distracted by the boobs and the sucking. And so then I continued uh, just clicking and clicking and clicking. And when uh, other things would pop up, I would click OK. And I would click OK. And then I masturbated and then exited out and pretended like nothing happened. I didn't know about history. And I didn't know about cookies. I didn't know that I downloaded like 10 pornos onto my family computer so when my parents got home that night from i think like a church thing they were like hey max what is f movies and i was like what do you what and uh they basically showed me everything i cried i lied (laughs) i asked them uh why are they questioning my sister And I forget, like, what punishment I got, but I was definitely, like, thoroughly shamed. And nothing was (laughs) explained to me that, like, hey, sex is a normal human thing that humans do. Sometimes they film it. So I just, I just thought I was, I was going to hell and all that stuff. So well, you are yes. Well, and I, I chopped that up as a loss a long time ago, so I don't really care anymore. But hell yeah. So yes, my first time getting in trouble through the internet struck the literal fear of God in me. I love that so much. I'm glad you love that. I already need to go back to therapy, but now I need. Now I got more stuff to talk about. Hell yeah, brother. So you segued from that. Um, no, I just want to say one more thing. No, you already had your turn. No, I want to say something. Okay, fine. 
everything you just said in that story reminds me of that vine of that little girl and her sister like takes her ipad and is like what are you watching and it's like two dudes making out and she's like please don't tell mom (laughs) or the little kid he's like he's like god mom i was on the computer and i my pants fell down and then you came in while i was trying to pull them up which is probably about how i sounded yeah, I I don't know. I was like really mean to people on the internet when I was a teenager and I I was mean on Zanga. Did you ever have a Zanga? No, what the fuck is all this shit? Damn. I might need to find a new co-host. Fuck, I feel ill-equipped right now. Okay, boomer. No. Ah. Uh, uh, anyways, we had these like anonymous chat boxes that you could put on your Zanga, which was just another social media thing, a la MySpace. And you could be anonymous when you went into the chat box, and I would just go in there and, like, tell people, like, oh, I heard you are a slut, or whatever I thought was, like, the meanest thing I could say to the... Well, to the girls who were mean to me at school. Oh, okay, I didn't have the backstory. Keep going. I would just say the same things to them that they said to me did you get in trouble like yeah one of my neighbors traced my ip address <laughs> from one of those anonymous things <laughs> and like told my parents about it and i got in trouble and i was like mom dad this just isn't even close to the worst thing that i'm doing on the internet you should know that and but i didn't tell them that because i didn't I didn't want them to find out about... You drawing penises on 4chan? No, I was drawing penises on iSketch, and I was posting in B and X on 4chan. So, uh, okay, so we got an internet troll as the co-host of this show, everybody, just so we know. The main host. Yeah. Well, (laughs) and I just watched the Office episode the other night where uh, Michael makes Jim co-manager... Or uh-huh. David Wallace makes Jim co-manager and Michael Scott can't wrap his head around it. And that sounds a lot like you right now. And you do look like Steve Carell. You are the assistant to the podcast host. Next question. What are your internet goals? To eventually get murdered by white nationalists. By trolling every single one of them. If you have the misconception that TikTok is just a bunch of teenage girls dancing to little peep songs. There's so much more, and TikTok is so fucking flooded with old white and young white racist men. And uh, the young ones is what scares me because these kids are in high school, and I was really hoping that this generation would die off and we wouldn't have to deal with this anymore, but it looks like we got a few more to kill. For the six months that I've had TikTok, I've mainly depended on comments to troll them, but I'm finally making some content that goes along those lines and they are mad about it and I couldn't be happier. Okay, next question. Wait, 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 hold up. What, what are your internet goals? Oh yeah, I forgot. And we did just talk about this. We just talked about this. I'm going to take my extensive talents that I built catfishing people (laughs) as a teen or preteen and 
become an internet dominatrix who sells feet pics for thousands of dollars. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel bad about taking money away from maybe like the ACLU or something like that, or Bernie Sanders, but I'll be generous with my proceeds. Do you think Bernie Sanders is into cyber dominatrix shit? Do I think that? I know that. See, I think he just donates to OnlyFans, people's OnlyFans, like subscribes and like gives them, you know, 15 bucks a month, but doesn't watch anything. He's just like... I support you, and I want you to make money. Uh, But I'm not going to watch this. Okay, if Bernie Sanders had a kink, what do you think it would be? I've been waiting my whole life for somebody to ask me that question. That's a hard question. Think hard, but not too hard. I think, you know what? I think he's fully into edging. What? I think he's fully into edging. Edging? Edging, like, like... When uh, your partner gets you really close to climaxing, and then they stop. (laughs) Oh, you're teasing me so good. Oh, my God. Come on, please let me come. That's just, like, a little bit too on the nose for what his, like, presidential campaign history has been also. Oh, shit. Like, almost there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't think that the DNC can get in the way of... Him busting a nut. Let Bernie come. <laughs> Let Bernie come. When's the last time you think Bernie Sanders busted a big old nut? Oh man, I don't want to say. <laughs> That'll be our topic for our next episode. Tune in next time. So those are your internet goals. Next question. What is your favorite meme? My favorite meme is the text thread between Brendan Fraser and Drew where Brendan Fraser sends Drew a picture of himself smiling, and he says, Hey, Drew, it's Brendan Fraser from the movie George of the Jungle. Just wanted to wish you, just wanted to stop by and wish you a happy birthday, smiley face. Thanks, but it's not my birthday. I was also in Mummy. God. <laughs> I think you sent me that before. I think I have too, because it's so fucking funny, man. I want everyone else to think it's funny. And just the face that Brendan Fraser's making, oh man, talk about a fall from grace. He went to, from being like the hottest fucking dude in the world and Encino Man and fucking George of the Jungle and the Mummy, and now he looks like my dad. And my dad ain't fine, and I haven't talked to him in three years, everybody. Okay, so Max loves Brendan Fraser and has daddy issues. Uh, yes. So what's your favorite meme? My favorite meme is Salad Cat. Salad Cat? You know, the one where the lady from Desperate Housewives is, like, screaming and pointing. (laughs) And then... the cat's like... What I really love about that, it's just, like, the most quintessential internet thing to me that, like, those were each memes on their own. And then someone was, like, scrolling through Twitter, Instagram, or something... And saw those two images back to back and thought that it would be really funny if they put them together to make it look like the woman was yelling at the cat and the cat's like yelling back at her. And it's so funny. They, whoever made that, who did that? They were right. They were right that that would be so funny. It was probably a fucking 14 year old kid that made that. And like their parents are probably saying like, stop spending so much time on this shit. It's never going to amount to anything. And then flash forward a few years, they're making memes for Mike Bloomberg. 
getting paid more than their parents. Yeah. I like to hear that your perception of it is that the cat is yelling back because I see it as the cat is like kind of snickering, like, <laughs> like how upset you are. That for me is a good picture of what the internet is. Some old white lady who's very upset and then some little kitty cat that's just like, why are you mad at me? Meow. According to Business Insider, the cat in the picture is named Smudge and he's just like a pretty chill cat. And The first time that it was ever posted was by the Twitter user at Missing E-Girl, 10.56 a.m. on May 1st, 2019. And she just put those two pictures together and said, these photos together is making me lose it. And it got over 272,000 likes and it got almost 77,000 retweets. And people just instantly love it. And all the comments on it now are like, I came here because I wanted to see the first time that Screaming Woman and Cat meme was ever posted. Anyway, it's cute. That's very cute. I hope Smudge is doing good. I hope so too, man. I can't take another internet cat death. Yeah, after Bento, the the keyboard cat? Yeah, dude, after Bento. His name was after, Bento. After Lil Bub? After Grumpy Cat? Like... Speaking of cats, where's Peanut? Oh, she's down here in the litter box right now. Is she going poops? I think she just pooped, yes. Okay, next question. Your favorite social media platform? My favorite social media platform is now TikTok. Because, man, you, you literally get everything there. And the funniest things on TikTok are the things that are posted in all seriousness. Like people using stained or disturbed songs or three days grace songs non-ironically and lip-syncing it with a black and white rain filter and their hoods on it's the funniest shit in the world um there's so much racist shit there's so much transphobic homophobic shit on there it's fucking bonkers and i'll like i'll talk about like a little thing from today like i i posted a video a couple days ago the video consists of a picture of an indigenous person scalping a white dude and i pop up and i say shouldn't have come here illegally and everybody laughs but not everybody laughs and so i get a lot of comments asking like oh but don't you live in the u.s and shit like that and like it's important for me before i get into it with these people to check who they are a lot of people don't have content on there and they're just funny trolls but like this one person said you know something along those lines and i checked who it is who it was and it was a literal eight-year-old boy seven to nine and i was like I uh, just said, like, dude, you're eight. That's all I said. You don't even need a better roast than that. That's all it takes. That's the type of stuff you find out there is some pretty insane shit that keeps me entertained on, on a daily basis. That dude probably hasn't even had his first boner yet. But I'm willing to bet that he's already gotten in trouble for watching porn. What is the normal, like, boner advent age? Oh, well, I would get, like, random boners... Like, like when I was really little, like, like young boys can get boners just because their body's doing weird things and putting blood. God, I had 
the most instant regret I've ever had in my life asking that question. Because <laughs> now you're just thinking about little boy boners. <laughs> I know. And, like, I'm a preschool teacher, so it's not, like, a topic that I want to <laughs> be aware of, actually. You know what's fucked up is how much little kids masturbate. And, like, they don't know that it's weird or, like, bad. And it's not. I mean, it's not weird or bad. You know what I mean? They just don't understand that it's, like something that you're supposed to do alone yes and so like when they're on their rest mats at preschool i'll walk over and they'll just be like straight up like hands down their pants and i have to like i just have to say like it's time to rest your hands it's time to rest (laughs) your hands i can't say like stop jacking off in public you absolute monkey like you are a baboon of a person i can't say that to them little kids masturbating is totally fine and natural what is like you know a little worrisome nowadays is that like they can literally like just grab an iphone and go straight to throat fucking videos okay well that's our show (laughs) thank you so much thanks guys i love you This has been an episode of Keeping Tabs. We are so very sorry. Keeping Tabs is hosted, edited, written, and produced by me, Jillian Herrera, and Max Fraley. You can find us on Twitter at Keeping Tabs Cast or on Instagram at Keeping Tabs Podcast. Please follow us. We're very lonely. You can also donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash keeping tabs. And please donate to us because we are also very poor. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Love you.